0: It's Reporters Assembled! Chase
1: Thomas Pod... The Chase Thomas Podcast.
0: (laughs) Um, My nephew needs me to record. See, I hate...
1: I already hate it. I hate it. All right, you heard it. It's Friday morning, so you know the sports reporters have assembled Bob Silverman up there in the northeast of the Daily Beast is here as he is every single Friday. Bob, good morning, sir. How are you? (laughs) good morning chase
0: thomas <laughs> i'm good how are you brother
1: that was great man that was, that was good how much coffee have you had this morning
0: i i haven't had my coffee yet
1: what I'm, it's I'm 11 30
0: cup right now i was i had to make coffee and i hadn't I, I i i made it
1: and then i forgot and now i'm just hitting my first coffee fuck man you gotta get on it you gotta get on it i'm on, i was doing other things like what bob
0: I was uh, pitching a story
1: mm. and Ooh. talking
0: with an editor
1: on the G Chat. Okay, John Stockton. Uh, like I don't know what they're going to do on that piece, but it doesn't seem like there's a Big lot. Big anti-vax. Lot of mm-hmm.
0: John Stockton is on. Who knew? Who there knew? was a
1: good. There was a good, uh, good bit a white on dude Twitter. Someone... Northern
0: California has some bad ideas. I, I can't believe it. Can I tell you
1: what uh, Hanif, uh, I'm going to mispronounce his name, but did y'all see what he quote tweeted, um, the Stockton tweet about, like from Ben Collins, I think? Isn't Ben Collins at Daily Beast? Am I misremembering that? Or was he at the Daily Beast? He was. at the. He was my editor at the Daily Beast for a long time. That's what I thought. So he was somewhere else now, but I I seem to recall reading him at the Daily Beast. But anyway, he quote tweeted. Very good dude was a Mavs blogger for a long time. Ew. Um,
0: Um, Stockton saw that. Not, hold on, hold on, hold on.
1: Look, the Mavericks are a weird, sad team. Well, That's look, we really cleared it up, Bob. Everything's fine. I don't know what you're talking about. It was total bullshit. Um, Stockton saw that flu game up close and has been skeptical of, uh, about viruses ever since. <laughs> that is a great tweet.
0: Man, the Stockton-to-Malone pick-and-roll combo hasn't really aged well as time has gone by. There's as
2: an age joke with Karl Malone there as, as well. As Jason Kirk... Put it perfectly. Youth of the nineties thought that the Jazz were a lame team, and youth of the nineties continued to be on the right side of history. Like I guarantee and I even tweeted this out this morning. I said, I bet you Carl Malone has been sending John Stockton just shady anti vax websites. Like, man, can you see can you see how bad this information is? (laughs) Like, because you already know Carl Malone no, no. is that type of person that would do that. And honestly, and, and I'm not defending John Stockton here, but I truly think that it but, was probably. No, 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 <laughs> no. I, I, I bet you John Stockton was one of those people who was kind of sort of leery about uh, masking and, 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 and vaccinations. And then all of a sudden, Carl Malone just start feeding him uh all this energy, like it was circa like 1992, only in reverse of the Stockton to Malone. Now it's Malone to Stockton with bad anti-vax advice. He was like, damn it, I'm in. I am all in on this. Yeah, him and RFK Jr. being this like yeah. um, anti-leader, um, anti-vax thing is
0: just really it's weird. It is so weird. Well,
2: thing for like RFK Jr., I'm like, dog, like I'm looking at your family tree, and I'm looking at some of the most prominent members of your family. Your uncle Teddy is like one of the four, you know, one of the forebearers of trying to get modern health care in this country. Your aunt is a big proponent of the Special Olympics. And, and and making sure that healthy children, you know, that, that children, despite having health issues, have a fair chance in the world. And this is the hill that you are choosing, not even choose to die on. This is just the hill that you're choosing. Wow, that is certainly a choice.
1: That's Andrew Hammond, by the way, the Detroit Free Press. He's also here. How you doing, hey, hey Andrew? Hey. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. Um, I saw your. We we got to get started before um, the actual sports stuff. But Andrew, I want to ask because I think I I don't know where I saw it. Was it Twitter where you shared that your mom sent you a a home run ball?
2: Oh yes. So because uh, she said that she was going to send it to me when I moved out. Uh, when I moved out to uh, Detroit, and and I was like, okay, yeah, sure. And so like I got back from my vacation. And I see this box sitting at my door. Um, and yeah, I was like, oh, okay, this is the ball, you know? And, and so because I knew she was going to send it and everything. And saw so I was looking at the ball because I hadn't seen it since, man, I'd say maybe like it was on a box like back in 20, 2017, something like that, uh, 2018, 2017, something like that. Anyway. Uh, I looked at the day and, uh, the day that I hit this home run was June 17th, 2004. The day that I got the ball was June 17th, 2021. I thought that was pretty cool. And, it is. uh, it it, 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 definitely, uh, sparks some memories of that day and of that game. It was kind of a wild game. Uh, it was a summer league tournament. That we were playing against, uh, I'd say it was our rival team, but there was a mutual respect there. And the sh- the, the umpiring was a bit shady. I know, right? Umpiring in baseball, shady, shocker. Uh, but one of the funny thing, one of the funniest things I've ever seen on a baseball field, and I will probably never see it again, is we found out who the umpire was, who who was going to be behind the plate for our game. And my coach and this guy did not like each other. Uh, that's another story for another day. Because let's just say that we might have actually we might have actually lost a championship game because of this, uh, or our league championship because of this dude. But anyway, we have this midseason tournament uh, every year, and in like the second, uh, no, it was quarterfinal. It was a qu- no semifinal. It was a semif- semifinal game uh, because we played the quarterfinal game like that the day before. And I had like a really, really bad game. And so I hit this home run. And so but before the game, we found out who the umpire is. And our coach is like, I- I'm not trying to see this MF, you know, behind the plate for seven innings. I'm getting kicked out on the first pitch. And I'm sitting there. So I bat second. I don't know why they had me bat second this game, but I'm sitting in the on deck circle, and he tells his son who's leading off, "Don't swing at the first pitch. I'm getting kicked out of the game." <laughs> and his son's like, wait, "Wait, wait, you're you're really doing this?" And he was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm really doing this." And so, w- like, he timed it out perfectly. The pitch was slightly outside. Our coach comes steaming out of the dugout. Are you serious? Like, you, you, he's like, you better call it, Frank. You better call it – he's he like, you better call it down the line in this one. And literally, he, he maybe fired off two more sentences, and he said, that's it, James, you're out of here. And he was like, good. Um, so, yeah, watching your manager and your coach get kicked out literally within, I'd say, under 90 seconds of a game beginning is – actually impressive uh so he set. so he sat in his truck uh <laughs> in, in the in right field uh after the you know during the game and so I hit, I hit the game winning home run and he goes and gets the ball because it was maybe 10 feet away from uh from where his truck was and so he you know runs and gets the ball and he signs it and as we're leaving, he throws me the ball. He said, hey, hey, kid, congratulations. I'm proud of you. And he, you know, put the distance on it and everything. And so, yeah, um, uh, that was that was an awesome, awesome moment because I've always kind of, you know, I hit the ball, I run fast. And so the fact that, I, you know, I, I took of I, I mean, I hit the piss out of this ball because uh, it went opposite field and. You know, three twenty six down the line. and basically it was like, hey, we know that ball is gone. And we just didn't know if it was fair or foul. And so I'm rounding second base, and I see the shortstop. and once again, this is like one of our rivals. I see the I see the shortstop basically just like throw his glove and just like kick the dirt because it was like, well, we lost this game, and pretty much whoever was gonna win this game was gonna win the tournament. And so, I hit the home run, and that's when I figured, "Oh my God, we won the game!" And so, I was doing a full-on sprint to second base, and then stopped and did a nice little jog. In, um, I didn't, I, I wasn't able to pimp the home run. I was kind of sad about that, but no, that was a that was a fun memory, and uh, it definitely took a little time out to reflect on that day uh, yesterday.
1: Bob, can you match that? No. Did it, what? What did you play growing up, Bob?
0: Uh <laughs> sports wise or yeah. you mean like what D&D characters were my favorite? Okay, got Um <laughs> I I told you this. We discussed this on the pod. I was a I I was a terrible athlete growing up and it mm. just killed me. Mm. I just I hated it with the fire of a thousand. I hate I was picked last all the time. Oh. I was I the problems that I had were is that I I was not particularly tall, fast or strong. And uh, I had a tendency to sort of fall down easily when uh, flying objects come out. The one sport I was always good at was uh, street hockey. Hmm. I was an actually decent street hockey goalie. Same. And like, an, and like an okay ice hockey goalie. My skating wasn't really solid enough to be I good. Can't ice ice skate. Hockey. Really? Yeah, it's, no. It's kind of, yeah, just a little practice. Um, but I was a good street hockey goalie. Um, I, I think it was that combination of, it's a kind of this thing where I have to, I don't have to move a great deal, uh, from the spot I'm in. So that was, that solved a lot of my initial limitations. And also I tended to panic and flinch when flying objects come at me. So that led to a quick reaction time. And three, I didn't mind the pain. That was, I think, a big
1: benefit. Interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah, so like, yeah, I, I never been, wanted I to play
1: been, hockey or street hockey with just because of the potential of getting hit in the face of the puck I, or a ball. Like I was, just
0: I, like, I've but. been hit in the face with a puck. It's you just whatever. It's fine. It's not a big deal. I would Can come home it? with like purple welts all over myself. Like hockey pads were expensive. Mm. Yes, we, they are we not, for for playing New York City street hockey. We were not going to shill out hundreds of dollars for goalie gear. So and, so you'd play with with the uh, old. Uh, Copies of the Yellow Pages taped to your knees. Are you serious?
1: Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah.
2: Bob, Bob you know what's funny about that is that because I play a little street hockey from like fourth grade to I'd say maybe eighth. Mm. Um, that's when I like stop, you know, that's when I stop playing like hardcore every summer. Mm. But yeah, um, that stuff is physical as hell. Yeah, because uh, not you a lot of the ground, Yeah, so like, there were times where we would play on, you know, on like a not a hybrid skating ring surface, not uh, you know uh, roller rink surface, but you would, you know, definitely get a lot of uh, you know. So, and sometimes we did play like on if it was like smooth concrete or whatever. Yeah, like you were. <laughs> <laughs> you I, I hit have the ground. Gone. Oh, it's it, you're at the vet. Like I un, I get why players in the in the in the 80s were struggling to play at the vet. <laughs> I totally get it. Now. I
0: have a copy of I have not a copy of I have my I have the mask that I wore while playing the and in street hockey and it's flimsy as hell. I will oh, send us a, a pic post- in, in the that. group chat. I will send you all a photo in the group chat, which I'm more than happy to allow to be used with any and all promotional materials. With, Perfect. Uh, yeah. Further in this episode. It, like, uh, what I did was I painted it so it looked like the skull in the movie that the goalie wore in the movie Slapshot.
2: Oh, okay. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
0: Because he originally had a white mask for mm-hmm. all you Slapshot fans out there. <laughs> great and movie, by the way. Great. One of, of the... Look... Top three sports movies of all time. I enough. would
2: argue that is maybe the best sports movie of all time.
0: The, th- the top three sports movies of all time are, in some order, Slapshot, the original Bad News Bears, Goon, and Goon. Yeah. Goon, yes. Those are the top three. That's Yep. It. I don't boxing, need romanticism about sports. Boxing are not sports movies. Box okay, movies that's...
2: Movies. Uh, it, mm, mm.
0: They're not sports movies, they're boxing movies That's Raging,
2: Raging Bull is more yeah. of a sports movie than Rocky
0: Raging Bull is more of a sport. no, Rocky is more of a sports movie than Raging Bull I, Raging
2: mm, See, but Rocky but feels Raging very, Bull
0: is like Rocky
2: very, feels too very, commercial Rocky feels way too Raging commercial Raging Bull is
0: barely like, Raging Bull, the only reason there are actual boxing scenes is because Scorsese wanted to copy the shower scene from Psycho to show Ray Robinson beating up Jake LaMotta those are the only reason there are any boxing scenes in that at all. Wow! No, he did. You look at the the scene where Ray Ro- Sugar Ray Robinson is beating up Jake LaMotta is a shot for shot copy of the stabbing scene in the movie Psycho. That is,
2: yeah, a- I could I I, I I could buy that, but also Scorsese. Uh,
0: it's an homage.
2: Yeah, but but Scorsese was probably doing a lot of coke at that point. So
0: he was doing a lot of coke at that point. <laughs> Not even allegedly. He's disgusted. He had a problem. He made, like, he made, (laughs) he, he was even willing to make fun of it in Taxi Driver by having him be the tweaked out guy who wants to kill his wife, having him play himself in that.
2: Yeah, now know. he now,
0: now 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 he just wants to take out uh,
2: Marvel fanboys. So that's fine. I'm, Those I'm glad he's evolved. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Bob, don't don't be that guy.
1: I I mean oh. I'm with him on this. I I was always <laughs> for him. I think it's just a weird thing to be upset about. But I I I see his point and I agree with it.
0: But TLDR, mm-hmm. uh, I I did try to I painted. We got some paint and we painted my mask to sort of look like that. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. You know, look, I'm using acrylic paints on plastic, it didn't stick after like four or five games, all the plas- all the paint scraped off from my cool skull design and now it's just a white plastic mask again.
1: Mm.
2: Which I, actually I, brings I, us I played one oh, yeah. game with a uh, with a like NHL style mask because one of our goalies the Oh the, like, yeah. It was so one of our goalies decided he didn't want to play gold this game and I was like, oh sure, I'll play a goal. Um, I mean, it was fine. We won. I mean, I, I might have allowed three goals, but we won. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I'm like, I, like I, I, I don't know how those guys do it. Like that is a very impressive. And I didn't even have like the neck, uh, like the little the, neck the little guard. dongle. Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. have the neck guard, so yeah. Like anytime it hit the bottom part of the uh, of the cage, I basically just like
0: put my head. <laughs> no you guys look when you see this photo this is as jerry cheevers a janky ass. you're really receiving no protection at all type mask for a small child as you could possibly imagine it was it was just a suggestion that i couldn't get hurt more than anything else as, as opposed to actual protective gear i'm surprised i wasn't more badly physically injured it's
1: truly a miracle well this naturally brings us guys to the NBA playoffs, um, we people uh, getting uh, injured. <laughs> so let's let's bring in. There was a really good piece by three.
0: Is it time for Hawks talk already? Oh we well, hold on. We have a whole Atlanta deep. sport.
1: We have a whole Atlanta sports guys oh, uh, segment on. coming um, after we record here. So like we we get forty minutes of the Hawks. The the listeners are getting all all of the Hawks coverage. I mean, what more can you say about thirty nine and ten and just that kind of twenty six point comeback on the road? Um, that the Sixers it, choked that I mean, the Sixers are chokers and frauds that they choked because of their fraudulence
0: mm-hmm. that it wasn't really so much the Hawks as they went up against the fraud team I don't know
1: that's what someone could say Joel Embiid got away with just diving at another player's knees like Joel Embiid is just a, a dirty player and like it's very very frustrating at this point to watch this whole series and that's just something we gloss over because he's amazing and he's dominant and he's playing through a torn meniscus in his knee and it's crazy that he's still playing and all that kind of stuff and I enjoy watching Have you him noticed playing. how much Kevin Herter
0: looks like Paul Dano? <laughs> <laughs> Is that something that's come up in your Hawks group chats?
1: No. <laughs>
2: okay, I'm <go> sorry. <laughs> I'm now just getting I'm just getting the mental image of him just sitting there it like in in half the scenes of uh, oh god what is that movie um there will be blood
0: yeah or Little and, Miss Sunshine yes you know, really
2: and I'm just getting like the mental images of like the last ten minutes of there will be blood in clutch time
0: <laughs> I just have this image of like Nate McMillan screaming I will drink your milkshake at yes <laughs> or <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, God. He's so Thank good you in Prisoners, though.
1: Loved him in Prisoners. Thank you for that.
0: Paul Dano, or Paul... Yeah, Paul Dano is just a... He's he's, he's a great actor and just terrifying. <laughs> just deeply, deeply... Every every single part plays people who are damaged or disturbing. He's playing in Riddler world. in the Batman. Did you know that? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's
2: where I was like, it's him and... Uh, oh Colin
0: Farrell, looking totally unrecognizable as the Penguin.
2: No, 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 not Colin Farrell.
0: No, I was, I wait, was, wait, is thinking... Colin Farrell
1: in it too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's this is one. stacked. I'm all in on this.
0: Uh, look no, at, look at the trailer, and when you see the guy who's playing Colin Farrell, it looks more like Rob Riggle. It <laughs> does not look like Colin Farrell at there's all. No, there's, no, there's no trailer for that yet. Yes, there is.
2: Is there? It's over a year old, man. It was pretty. Oh, oh, once again, 2020 was a freaking blur, but no, um, uh, <laughs> For Paul, Paul, Paul Dano and the dude who played Landry in um, Friday Night Lights. Oh. Uh, oh, oh, Jesse, Jesse Plemons, yeah,
0: yeah. Jesse so, Plemons, ooh, He plays the same I, character in every movie. So Look so Cannot stand Jesse Plemons. I can what? I, I, I cannot stand. What? That Why? That weird, doughy face of his, that inscrutable, doughy face. <laughs> he's
2: adorable and nice. He just plays really, really fucked up, damaged characters.
0: Can't. I can't. It like,
2: irks I me. feel like Jesse Plemons is, is probably going to get an Oscar for playing Mark David Chapman one day.
0: Oh, no. Owens, oh, look, I'm sure he's a lovely human being. and uh, He's married to what? Kristen Dunst.
2: Or he's married to Kristen Dunst, by the way. I don't know if he knew that. Oh, is he? Okay.
0: Yeah. 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 I believe they met on the set of Fargo. I have not read. You know. uh, yeah, I believe so. Uh, I, I,
2: I thought I thought they were either dating before Fargo, or they like started like instantly like dating during the show, or something like that.
0: I could be wrong. I will check my latest copy of Premiere Magazine mm-hmm. and see. If... Look at you. Yeah. Uh, I look. I, I'm sorry. I can't stand to look. He is good at what he does. Clearly, because it sends me up a tree. But I cannot no more. No, 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 no more Jesse Clemens. No, no. What a hater! Jesse. What a hater. Hater. a hater! I am a hater. I am, I am drinking deep of the haterade. I've been to the hater's ball. I. That's me. Mm. That's me. Not like look. Not like anyone needed another Batman movie at all for any reason whatsoever. But Robert Pattinson is weird, and so fine. I'll I'll check that out at
1: some point. Robert Pattinson, his hygiene's really bad. That's the thing I remember about him. Is that
0: a, did you read the story? I think it's Zach Baron in Esquire about Robert Pattinson trying to make the spaghetti sandwich in a <laughs> while during core. It's really it's a whole journey. I'll send it in the chat. Yes, please do. It's a real. It's a real. Robert Pattinson was not built for this type block, and it's outstanding.
1: Um, can I just say LeBron sure. with his tweets that came out this week about the injuries the rash of injuries that ended with him saluting Kawhi um, I think LeBron's right about all of us seeing this thing's coming like they had 71 days off the Heat got bounced in the first round the Lakers got bounced in the first round um, we we know that that kind of layoff is just not not enough with just how fast how hard these guys are playing and how more like just it's more difficult on the body now, the way the game is played. All of that can be true, but I don't think stars who were spearheading the CBA for the player side, the guys that were told or getting on the phone with just the owners and um, silver, and they're talking about the television contracts of like how much money they're losing if they don't come back in January, them just being like, All right, guess we'll go back. Because you moved on, we've seen this twice in the last year. Where the stars say, "Look, the the." Uh,
0: it would be interesting to see what the rank and file in the NBA thinks of the decision to have this jam packed.
1: That's what I'm. That's who I'd be more curious about. the the middle Yeah, man, the middleman, not the stars. No, we I know why know, you did I it. You wanted, wanted the money. The like, we know why. I want to know. Right. I want to know about the guys on the ten day contracts. Yes. were they in favor
0: of them or not? I, I have a feeling they probably were. And it doesn't matter because LeBron, you signed off on this. correct? And yeah, the NBA is, like, there was some, I think, report that I saw that said that, like, actually, which probably was fed to them by the exact kind of source you would imagine, that, like, seven teams were on the verge of insolvency or something like that. Although I really just don't believe any head of a multinational corporation when they talk about their finances as a matter of course. Yeah. Like, there was another way out of this. You all could have lost a lot of money. Mm Mm-hmm you chose not to okay yeah it does suck in a lot of ways it sucks for all the guys who are getting injured yeah it sucks it sucks in terms of this is not as good a product as i would have liked to watch me as a consumer you guys made those decisions yeah you had you had i believe more power than you thought to affect those decisions you chose not I to i agree exercise. yes Andrew, I, what can do you I think? can
2: I just can I can I just say that, um Bron and I, we have the we had we 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 had the same opinion of this, and one of us is more than likely going to be fined for it. Like we all saw this shit coming. Like I, anybody who's sitting back in the last week, it's like, oh man, yeah. Maybe maybe they should have adjusted the season a little bit. Yes, yes. Like, why do you think in the first two months of the year you had this weird kind of, you know, smorgasbord of really really bad teams? And oh, hey, it looks like the teams that were super well rested aren't that bad. Yeah, you
0: think? Uh, I'm just just happy that slightly benefited the Knicks that's really my only not it,
2: it, it, well, that's the thing it, it, and we aren't going to and I remember reading or it might have been on a podcast I'm not sure but I remember hearing somebody say because it was somebody that was it was you know one of these NBA insiders and he was talking about the biggest fear of the you know of coming back or 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 of uh of starting up the season again, because this is pre-bubble, that one of the biggest fears that the league has is, one, the Olympic cycle. Oh, by the way, we're just going to barrel on into that because (laughs) why? Uh,
0: Yeah, the Olympics should be canceled like they wanted to cram it in before the Olympics, but the Olympics shouldn't be happening right now either.
2: Bingo. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, but the biggest worry that he was talking about was, you know, if there wasn't an Olympic cycle and there wasn't all of these things that we're trying to get accomplished in the immediate, you know, he's like, if a season comes back, then what's going to end up happening is you're going to have these really, really weird cycles and sequences, and the and the league won't be quote unquote normal until 2022, 23. Right. Yeah. Because look, we're I mean, essentially it's... we're we're essentially punning. You know, uh, part of next season, too, because you're going to have guys who are playing in the Olympics. So you're so for a Steph Curry or a Damian Lillard who are already playing, they've played, what, 80, up to 80 games max, maybe 82 anyway. Then you're mm-hmm. going to add on your Olympic stuff. So that's another 12 to 14, 12 to 15 games, including the tune-ups and all that. So in, what, September? you're going to start training camps this is th- this is the nba like i put it on the players union i put it on the nba cuz the players union could have could have honestly fought a lot harder they, yes a lot harder and it was more like
0: it, it, i i mean i don't have conclusive reporting to that effect but i what my my best guess is that adam silver and the Owners said, "Is here's how much money we get if we don't fulfill our television contracts, and here's how much money everyone's salary is going to go down as a result." of Yeah.
2: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there were there was elements of that, but it was just really weird that in the you know basically once the champagne dried up, uh, you know from the bubble from the Lakers championship, it was like okay, all right, let's start a season, and the players' unions like. No, we we want to start, you know, after the new year, and the NBA's NBA, you know, owners are like,
0: eh, I think we can. I, I still don't start think. Like, now. look, if they started, like, and whether they started on Christmas Day or they started like two weeks, they started later like two
2: days. They started like two days before Christmas Day. So let's say they. Like they started
1: on Christmas day.
2: day, am I crazy? They
0: started on Christmas Day. Yeah, that was
2: for some reason I thought they played. Oh, they played preseason games. That might yeah. be, but I'm pretty sure. I thought they started like maybe a week, week and a half before Christmas.
1: Well, either way, yeah. Well, either it, way, it, just, the, it didn't. A- it didn't
0: feel genuine. There was there was no way to pull this off mm-hmm. that would not have been there. There were no way to fulfill two objectives at the same time, which is one, give teams enough time to rest from the previous year, and two,
1: fulfill the television contract. So there was
0: no way to do that. Assuming the Olympics were happening, this
1: there also was goes just back no... to why they probably just should have not done anything last year. Like nothing probably should have. Happened. Yeah, I think but... that would have been the way around all of this. Is just to not do anything until this season. Well,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been one way, but then they would have lost a great deal. Look, yeah, you know, I, I I don't
2: mind them finishing the season. Like that's fine, uh, because I think it, I think it could have been exponentially worse had they not Um, but yeah I just
0: I don't think there's a perfect answer I think LeBron filling his diaper about this on Twitter is is a little I feel like you're like okay yeah you're not wrong but you're also complicit
1: yeah, so, so you want to... Oh, yeah, a-
0: play, play, the player union basically was like, you know, <laughs> owners are like, even are you if you want to say, you say that owners threatened them with, you know, pulling out of the CBA and renegotiate uh, and, you know, uh, and then, you know, offering them far worse financial terms than the next collective bargaining agreement, even if you want to say that the ownership had them over a barrel, they were still, you're still complicit. You did agree to this,
2: right? No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Like the owners can sit there and go, "Oh yeah, you're going to start this day," and then the players are like, "You know what? Yeah, let's start that day." When I saw, when I saw that they were going to basically just come to an agreement on this, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, you guys are you guys are really not fighting this?" That's um, I uh,
0: okay. It's, it's so difficult to say what. I mean, look, maybe LeBron was. God, is he the vice president of the Players Association? Uh, you know, I don't,
2: don't know if he is, but I know, I know Chris Paul's the yeah, head the of the Players Union, but I think LeBron, yeah. if anything, he's a part of the leadership, but more vocal than uh, most players, um, which kind of goes without saying.
1: I'm Googling it, so uh, that's how you know I'm responsible. He's vice My president. Man. He is the vice president of the NBA okay. Players Association, yeah. Is he? Yes.
0: Uh... Chris Paul,
1: no, it's it's Iggy. Uh, yeah, Andre Iguodala the vice president. I I, I, uh, well, I, I like, like how right Bob now. was good. He was vice president. Did he, he get... was?
0: He no longer isn't.
1: Oh, no Okay, longer... yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was, it's... and then he got replaced. Okay. Yeah, it's Andre Iguodala,
0: who's who's cool and interesting. And
1: but look, clearly LeBron, like
0: title or not, to think that LeBron does not have an incredibly powerful voice in the union and the NBA as a whole. That's just a known, yeah. Like I think I think you can say that. Take that as a given. But and look, maybe LeBron James was the one saying, actually, no, we need to do something radically
1: different. I think he. I, I would be surprised case, because LeBron spends so much money on his own body; the, it's like a million. That, yeah.
0: It, look, that is the case. If the case is that he disagreed vehemently with with uh, with the union's plan. And with management's plan, then it was incumbent upon himself to
1: make those feelings known. When they were happening. Yeah. Not way after the fact and after all this like, stuff to the I have made, you stuff. Like, yeah. He should have said something eight months ago. That,
2: or 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 and and I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Uh, but do you think it, it might have been a situation where there were guys that we like braun and maybe some others maybe maybe not as prominent but they're also voicing um why are we still playing because i remember throughout the season there were guys who kind of hinted at okay you know maybe we shouldn't have come back too soon like there were inklings of that so all i'm saying is do you think that there are maybe some small fractures in the players union in terms of it's like we, we disagree, but we can't come out, you know, against this.
0: Yes, yes, that is a, per- that like, yes, for solidarity, we can't, we're not going to say anything. Yeah. Okay, then guess what? Then you don't need to make us think about, about injuries. Right. right well, no, no, I, I, we also I know that there That's is a why... fracture
1: because LeBron and Chris Paul are anti, like, middle eight like the the middle of rotation guys like they are adamantly opposed to the mle and those kind of contracts they want to get rid of those kind of contracts they want to just they are they're not happy about the max contract right like those kind of players they want to make they believe that they're underpaid and they're probably right like lebron is an underpaid underpaid player however we know that the people who get screwed if you get rid of this model are the ninth and tenth guys on playoff teams so I'm i not sure if I agree with your police work there lou um i'm saying like uh, we've seen players talk about it like they are concerned I, about getting rid of the max contract and getting rid of mle's and just these requirements they, for contracts. honestly
0: they need
2: to get rid of the max contract because honestly
0: they need to get rid of the salary cap because it's anti-capitalist and i disagree with that as an american i
1: mean <laughs> seriously well, I mean, it's never—that's never happening. Like, if
0: you—if you really think that, look, let's say there is no salary cap in the NBA, and some team was was free to pay LeBron James a hundred million dollars a year, which they could do, and would be closer to his net worth or his actual value provided on the court, and maybe not, maybe not now at this point in LeBron's career when he's, uh, you know. Lost a couple of miles per hour of his fastball and is not just capable of dragging a team to the finals, almost guaranteed. Um, But at his prime, a team was able to pay LeBron $100 million a year, which would, again, would have been a fair market price or closer to it. If everyone else, you you really think that, that a team would say, well, then we all we need to pay every single other player on the roster a minimum wage in order to make up for that. I really don't think the 12th to 15th guys on the roster are going to get necessarily screwed without a salary cap. I don't, I, I, I do not believe that for a second. And I'm willing to be shown the macroeconomic articles that
1: show that I'm a wrongy, wrong, wrong. I mean, we see that in Major League Baseball right now. Like, they just go with the cheap route. They spend a lot of money on the big Garrett Cole types, and then they don't pay the the middle-of-the-road veterans anymore. Those guys have been squeezed out where teams... I mean, the Braves do it all the time now. I see it all
0: the time. That is true. Like, the owners are colluding to artificially tamp down wages, but that's in a... a in a well-functioning, laissez-faire capitalist market, there would be no need for the Garrett temples of the world to
1: get the shaft because LeBron got it. But up. what I'm saying is that's what would happen would be my guess. Because I think okay. the owners would collude to do that. Yes. I think it would be LeBron making a bunch that's, of money and then a bunch a of G point. League salaries. That would be my guess. That's,
0: you're right. That's a fair point. I agree with you, Chase, now. Okay.
1: There we go. First time. I did it. I did it. See, so, people could change minds. I think the
0: only option, then, is to abolish all ownership. And let the players run, their, start their own league.
1: Well, we're starting that a little bit with players uh, running their own teams, like uh, picking their next coaches. Luca going to pick his. Next no, coach. no, he no, no, no. I mean, list. I want
0: them sitting in the owners' box. Oh, yeah. This ownership thing is, is a crock. All NBA teams should be a, 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 a should be owned in public by the city they live in, and the players should retain all the entire actual decision making control and apparatus. See, control of... means the production, mother-flovers.
1: <laughs> Speaking of. Uh... Some some flubs and some and like players association drama. Cole you Beasley. Say flubs? Yeah, flubs. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, That's not a word. It okay, is a word. On. Flubs. No. Yeah. You got to get down south more, Bob. Flubs. flubs yeah,
0: it's true. I don't I don't do that enough to know the term flubs, which is not. I said real. flubs. On. F. Flubs. Flubs. Oh, okay. Go yeah. on.
1: Um, Cole Beasley wrong on twitter.com every day but you know what that man does shocker he wakes up every day and he's like let me try again did y'all see the clip of him and Dak where he was like i'm like a dog i don't need to stretch and then Dak's like "Dog stretch all the time what are you talking about and he's like well no, no no he's like yeah there's downward dog in yoga because dogs stretch and he's just he's still arguing like cole beasley is just always wrong online and he he wakes up every day and he's like you know what what if i'm wrong a little bit louder today It, uh, it's pretty wild to see him, Joe Mixon, certain guys just respond this way. But like, what, 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 this is easy. This is not a real problem. Just go do it. What are you talking about? This is ridiculous that this is still a thing and that I, we should have seen this pushback coming, but Andrew, what do you make of Cole Beasley being very upset about the unvaccinated protocols for NFL players this fall?
2: Uh, it's pretty easy. Get the damn (laughs) shot. (laughs) Like, you know, and and I'm not trying to be a smart ass about it, but seriously, it's like if you're going to sit there because there's three guys on the Vikings that are kind of sort of important to, you know, if this team is actually going to be somewhat uh, decent this year and three of them have basically said, yeah, uh, that's, you know, that's kind of my medical business and my medical history dog. You're gonna sit there and 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 pull that card, really, really? We're 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 gonna do that today? No, I I, I don't understand this whole. Like, I understand if you want to make it a private health matter and say, yeah, you know, I got vaccinated, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, but it, like, if if you if you are so upset over not getting, you know, over the rules and and over the guidelines then just take the damn shot like that. It's that simple. And it, it, it blows my mind how prominent pro athletes in college somewhat, but you know, prominent pro athletes mostly are like, this is the hill that you are dying on. What really? This is what you're choosing. Oh yeah. No, uh, it's not that I'm an anti-vaxxer. I just believe that, you know, I want to get all the medical information. Versus Dog, you They're sending them in.
1: Like, we know that these right. teams are sending in guys. Like, what more information? Are you waiting for they're, the right Facebook post to they're, tell you they're, that it's... They're, send,
2: they're sending in guys. They have to... They literally... Like, some of these leagues literally have to have compliance, you know, specialists for you know it to make sure that guys are taking the right types of supplements and vitamins and all this stuff you know for injuries and 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 for you know other things but it's just kind of like really like you're you do understand that you were one of 32 NFL teams that have access to health information that the general public does not have And you're skeptical on this. I'd rather somebody just say, you know, I don't want to get vaccinated because I think vaccination is bullshit. Like, say that. Like, I will still disagree with you, but at least you're out there saying that vaccines are bullshit. Not this, uh, you know, I'm going to... Uh, I, I, I I'm really not sure. You know, I want to trust. I, I want to make sure that I'm getting trusted information on this. You dumbass, you are. <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm tired of people. I'm tired of rich people playing stupid for the sake of playing stupid. Just just have a shitty opinion and just go with it. Don't sit here and try and finagle your way out of some crap like
1: that. It it, it really pisses me I off. I just couldn't imagine like or... you're it, the answer is right there. Like this is not a real problem. Right. Like, it's just this is not a real problem. So I don't really have and if you want to
2: be me. in those meeting rooms. If you want to yeah. be in those practices and not have to be scaled back as much, then just get the damn shot. It literally takes less than five seconds for them to jab the freaking needle in your arm. And if you're feeling the way after it, yeah, like it's, it is okay. Like you won't turn into a zombie. Like I swear to God, well, you, guys, I don't you, know. you guys, you guys, you guys run into each other like you know, like freaking freight trains every Sunday or Monday or Thursday, depending on the day. And all of a sudden, oh, getting a needle in my arm for like two seconds is now. <laughs> is is now a hill I don't want to climb. Yeah. But other than that, no, no. I I I I think Cole into his opinion.
1: Bob, do you think this is going to evolve uh in the coming months when players really uh get frustrated with the the situation of being separated from the vaccinated folks?
0: Uh. Uh. Uh, I don't even <laughs> want to consider like the nfl mindset vis-a-vis vaccines it's just like there are so many potential pitfalls for like where people could get bad ideas on facebook and 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 friends and relatives and so on it's just uh <laughs> no i don't think this is going to be to evolve and i'm not going to pay it. i refuse to I, I i'm not engaging that's it mm. i refuse to engage on the nfls um
1: uh i don't think your quarterback's vaccinated and no, uh,
0: he's not. I got off a tweet about this. Yeah, I don't think after, he because Sam Darnold said like he, like, that's a personal decision. So I used the Sam Darnold meme <laughs> generator to point out that Zach Wilson also said it's a personal decision.
1: Yeah, that's also just what a weird thing. Um, guys, our picks of the week. Bob, what is your uh, what is your pick of the week to recommend to our listeners?
0: I'm recommending. The delightful tale, which you probably all saw on Twitter.com right now, last night, and has been written up by the New York Times, of the guy who spent 15 hours in a Waffle House. Oh, that's my pick of the week. (laughs) I put it in (laughs) there.
1: (laughs) You bastard. That was my pick of the week. Let me tell
0: you something. I personally believe that I could have been out of that Waffle House in two hours. Easy.
1: Oh, Oh, spoken like a true New Yorker who has never been a Waffle House person.
0: I've never been in a Waffle House. Oh, my God. I I've been to a per- many Perkinses. Uh huh. Yeah, not the same. Not the I've same. I've been to all kinds of chain diners. I feel like, I, and I've seen the Bourdain episode of the Waffle House. There so are
1: I, so Bob, many Southern listeners right now hanging up. on It's like, what? What are you doing, Bob? The in and okay, out chase so uh-huh.
2: question, because Bob says he can get he can be in and out of there in two hours. Yeah, he's out of his mind. What's what is it's not your, that
0: big a waffle oh, oh
2: my you know, God, oh my God, you know what you know, I'm ignoring bob chase how <laughs> how long do you think you could be in there
1: um, I think what did the dude do? Did he do nine waffles for fifteen hours?
2: I, something like that, yeah,
1: um, I could probably do he'd eaten
0: four by like five in the afternoon. that's insane.
1: Dude, no. It do you know how many calories are just like the four by five? Do you know how many calories he's gone through? And
0: four hundred just... calories a waffle. It's not that big a deal.
1: No, you have not had a no, waffle house no, waffle. No, 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 no.
0: I, I, I'm I'll say it on the internet. It says it's a four hundred calorie waffle. Oh my goodness.
2: No. So I will say because I'll say twelve I... and twelve, maybe. Yeah, I I I you know what? I can because I've done me. There was there was a night where I was, you know, a bit inebriated.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's the best time to go to Waffles. Oh yeah, absolutely.
2: Uh, I smashed three waffles in ninety minutes.
1: Mm. So And how are you I feeling th- after those three, Andrew? Oh dude, I was still drunk. Yeah. Um
2: but no. Um honestly I think I could do eight hours. I think I could do oh. eight to ten hours, pace myself, because it's all about
0: pace. So in 8 to 10 hours, you would need to eat 14 waffles. To, yes. 14
1: to 16 to get out of there yeah. in time. Yeah, that would be fine. That would
0: be fine. Look, I would just like you to point... Andrew, we got to we gotta bring though.
1: Bob to a Waffle House in the South. Like, when we all do I, all sports reporters I, I, in person, I, I, we're going to challenge we, him we, to do we this. We got to
2: do a pod from, from a Waffle House. Yes. But it can't be a nice Waffle House. We got to do one from a dingy, filthy Waffle House. I'm
0: sorry. Yeah, it's what Waffle House that have you that been I to that's not to an dingy? an international house of pancakes. Did we mentioned that? what i've been to many international houses oh my god not the same thing
1: i remember my first beer yeah (gasps) unreal full new yorker (laughs) over here like bob this is not the same like (laughs) how is it not the same it's a chain diner it's not the
0: same
1: waffle house is an entirely different experience like you just we have to take you in there anthony bourdain figured it out too like you just have to go
0: that's what I'm saying. I saw that episode in South Carolina. I looked at the size of the waffle he ate. It was not a ginormous waffle.
1: Your mm. arteries immediately clog as you're in bite it seven.
0: Yeah, Bob, and-
2: Bob, Bob, no, no,
1: no. You just you you got to do it. Did you
0: guys follow along with, uh, he's a writer for Uproxx, Robbie Calland? Yes. When When he ate 81
1: wings. No, it's chicken Kobe nuggets Brown. from Chick Fil A.
0: No, it was nugs. You're right. Yeah. 81 Chick Fil A nugs to tie coat, and he did it.
1: Oh my gosh. 81 Ooh.
0: Nuggets 81 Ooh. chicken nuggets. That is more than 24 waffles. Mm. Not just numerically, that is more food.
1: Uh, you don't. It doesn't feel like it. I would say 24 Waffle House waffles would feel very different. Than eighty one chicken. I am not nuggets. saying I
0: could eat twenty four Waffle House waffles in an hour. I am saying like I could eat. I I feel like I could eat twelve waffles.
1: Incredible, incredible. Um, Andrew, what is your pick of the week? My pick of the week,
2: uh, and I can't believe I am saying this. It is well, one, it's a game seven uh, for the Bucks and Nets, That's but great. it's a it's a night. Tonight, perhaps the biggest game for the Atlanta Hawks oh. in a generation. <clears throat> and if if the Hawks win, we gotta start we gotta start seriously looking at that Philadelphia franchise. If they don't we go to a game seven. So we, we're guaranteed either Sixer slander or more Atlanta sports slander. Frankly, that's my paradise.
1: I I can't wait for tonight. It's gonna be a delight. Atlanta's gonna be rocking. I, I wish I was there for this. It's but...
2: gonna be nuts. And I am very like I am actually excited for a Hawks fan. Like I'm I very excited for you guys. I can't believe I'm saying this, but yeah.
1: Peace up. A town down. You know the jam. Brum, 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 brum. No? People Yo, excited.
2: no, no. you know, I, I know the jam, but I'm just <laughs> gonna let you, you know. <coughs> go with that.
1: I'm a cool guy. I'm a cool guy, Andrew. Uh um, proud of you. For that guy up there in the northeast. Robert Silverman of the Daily Beast for that guy in the Midwest, somehow in the East Coast time zone of the Detroit Free Press, Andrew Hammond. That is all we've got, fellas. But we'll be back next Friday. Stay safe out there, uh, uh, fellas.
2: Nicely done, nephew. Chase Thomas podcast. Hell yeah.